Welcome to this episode of the This Is Believeland Real Browns Fans Podcast. I am your host, James Mistrucci. It's just me on this episode uh, talking about the Browns win over the Lions. But before we get into that, just a quick reminder, like, comment, share, subscribe, tell your friends and family. If you don't, it's stealing. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, this is Believeland.com and RealBrownsFans.com. Okay, now that we have that out of the way, it's time to talk about the game. All right, the Browns had no business winning this game. If they played any other team that was not the Detroit Lions, they would have gotten destroyed, okay? They did not play well on both sides of the ball, really. Um, the only reason they really won is that it's the Lions. Dan Campbell made some terrible decisions down the stretch, and Nick Chubb came to the rescue. Okay. The Browns have some problems. They really do. The only real way that they can do anything offensively is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, that's it. Uh, Dearness Johnson is fine as a backup type. Okay. Uh, Kareem Hunt has got a very specific role that he thrives in, but the type of plays that they run for Kareem Hunt are not the same type of plays that they run for Nick Chubb. Different blocking schemes. But defensively, uh, I really don't recall hearing anyone really of relevance name. Uh, I don't remember hearing the defensive tackles being mentioned at all, except for Malik McDowell uh, jumping off sides early in the game. Uh, you know, Miles Garrett was... He was there. He did register two quarterback hits, but man, that's not really what they're paying him for. <laughs> uh, Clowney? No show. That's what he is. But that's what that's what the Browns' defense is. Uh, they are incredibly lucky and should be eternally grateful that they faced a Lions team that was quarterbacked by Tim Boyle. Okay. Tim Boyle, 15-23 for 77 yards. Second straight week, the Lions registered 77 yards exactly, by the way, through the air. Uh, he had two interceptions on the day. They did not get to Tim Boyle. They did not sack him once. But uh, Tim Boyle finished with a QBR of 6.7 and a rating of 34.1. Uh, the QBR is the lowest for any quarterback this week going into Monday, but I don't necessarily expect either quarterback playing uh, in Tampa or New York to register a QBR that low, but stranger things have happened. As expected, TJ Hawkinson was productive uh, through the air. He was basically the only real threat the Lions had. He had 51 of the 77 passing yards for Detroit, but, you know, the Browns continuing to not be able to defend a tight end. That's just what that is. I, I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> We're, we're over 20 years in and still can't defend tight ends, uh, so I just don't think that's ever going to happen. But let's get to the elephant in the room, okay? I was purposely waiting to get to this, and that's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was awful yesterday, or on Sunday, depending on when you're listening to this. He was terrible. 15 of 29, 176 yards, one touchdown, two picks. He was sacked once for a loss of 11 yards. His 8.6 QBR, second lowest with Tim Boyle being the worst, and a rating of 53.2. He's not reading the field. He's making terrible decisions. He's overthrowing receivers. It's a it's a week-in, week-out thing. And 
I know everyone wants to go, injuries, he's hurt. If he's hurt, you shouldn't be playing, okay? Because we can't just pretend injuries aren't a thing when they're lighting up the Bengals and throwing up touchdowns against other teams. But when he sucks, injuries are the excuse. Okay. I'm sorry. He's a bad quarterback right now. He is awful. He is not helping this team win games. He is actively uh, a detriment to their own cause. You watch him play, he's not doing anything really well or even acceptable or adequate. He's missing open receivers with his eyes and in the air. If the Browns played the Ravens like they're supposed to be playing on Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, they would have lost by 30 with this type of performance. Enough's enough. Okay. Baker's just not good enough. Healthy or not, he's not good enough. End of story. It's what it is. Okay. Injuries are not the reason why he doesn't see a linebacker dropping into coverage, okay? That has been something that has been a problem with him for years now. He doesn't see those guys. And yet again, here we are, still doesn't see him. But, I mean, that's just the, the tip of the iceberg with uh, with Baker uh, this week. Uh, he, he stormed off the field before the clock hit zero. He refused to speak to the media after the game. Uh, the first time he's done both in his career, by the way. Uh, and he was made some interesting comments uh, during the media session today, um, essentially saying he doesn't care about the fans booing him and that they're the same people that are loud on offense. Well, I'm sorry, dude. It, that's the way it is in the NFL. Okay, you're going to have fans that are loud on offense. You're going to get booed when you deserve to get booed, and you deserve to get booed right now. Okay, you are not playing at a level that is acceptable of a winning football team. Okay, I understand the Browns won, but you know what? Just winning isn't good enough, especially when you had expectations, lofty expectations. You're supposed to be building off of a year where it looked like you resurrected your career. You found yourself in a situation where, you know what? You might not be a top five quarterback, but you're a guy the team can win with. He's not even that right now, okay? I understand they're six and five. They literally just won a game with the Lions, but he's not that guy. He's not that good. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. Okay? This is not a guy that the Browns can continue to try out there. I, I don't know what is going on in regards to Baker Mayfield continuing to play. Uh, I don't know necessarily what's going on with the coaching staff, really, because um, play calling's been fine. Confusing at times, but fine. Um Case Keenum is not even playing. You're paying him, and he's just sitting on the bench. Uh, apparently, he was warming up during the game after Baker got hit again, and Stefanski was not aware of that. So, that seems to be a bit of an issue, and that seems to be something that needs to be addressed one way or the other. But, as far as big pictures concerned with Baker Mayfield, I mean, are they just playing him to show that he's not the guy? Because that's what it seems like. Just be like, this guy's, I can only do so much with him. Is that what it is? Because it really seems like it is. You know, keeping the whole Instagram fiasco out of this, keeping the whole reality of the fact that Mayfield, people around Mayfield are very online, okay? There's just this feeling that a separation is coming, okay? I don't think Baker Mayfield is able to handle pressure. 
He can't. I don't think he is equipped to be the guy to handle pressure. When there's no pressure, no expectations, he's fine. He does whatever, makes up stupid little catchphrases, quotes rap lyrics and press conferences after the game. But when it comes pressure time, and he sucks, and it's time for him to go in front of people and be accountable for his actions, he's a no-show. And he's like, oh, I don't I want to make sure I didn't say something you regret. Well, you still said something you regret, should be regretting today, Baker. Okay? And you know what? Do you know who doesn't do that when they play like shit? You don't see the elite quarterbacks go out and say, and just not show up. Okay. They compose themselves. They identify that, hey, I have a duty to do as a leader of this team. I have to face the music, be accountable. Even if it's just going through the motions of like, yeah, I play poorly, you have to do it. That's what a leader does. Baker, you're no leader. Okay. If there's any confirmation anyone else needed, it was by the way you handled the end of the game on Sunday. Okay. Moving forward, I don't know what they're going to do. But to me, honestly, I don't think that they can go into next season with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. Okay. They can't. This is, I mean, this is just, you've seen the ceiling. The ceiling was 2020. That was when everything just happened to go just right. Went just perfectly. Any sort of adversity, and it all falls apart. Baker just can't simply handle it. He's not equipped to do it. I'm sorry. That's what it is. I don't I don't know where they go. I don't have an answer for who they go with. But it cannot be Baker Mayfield next year. Okay? The way things are handling, I can... It just feels like it's all just about to fall apart. Okay? The Browns play the Ravens on Sunday Night Football, have a bye week, then they play the Ravens again. They maybe have one game that they win the rest of the way. Two if they're lucky. But they play the Ravens twice, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Steelers. That's not an easy schedule. Oh, the Packers, too. Forgot about the Packers. Not an easy schedule. That's a lot of losses in there. Okay. I, I don't know where the Browns go. I don't know where they finish. I do not think this is a playoff team. I don't think this is a good team. I think this is a genuinely bad team who is about to see a whole bunch of losses in a row. I I can't see a scenario where all of a sudden the passing game just clicks. I can't see a scenario where this defense does not continue to perform like one of the worst units in the league. But here we are. They're 6-5. and five. They barely beat a team that they should have blown the doors off of. And the same issues continue to pop up week by week by week. It is poor performance from the quarterback, defense being a no, a complete no-show, non-factor, doing nothing really, uh, I guess, productive. Yeah, you intercepted Tim Boyle, okay? I Do you think anyone knew who the hell Tim Boyle was a week ago? Because I guarantee you they didn't. I don't care that they got the, the two picks, okay? They should have shut that Detroit Lions team out. But they didn't. This offense should have put up 30 points against the Lions. But they didn't. This is another week where this offense cannot do anything right, okay? Their two touchdowns came on a dump-off to Nick Chubb and 
a broken trick play with Jarvis Landry. Okay. This offense is broken. A lot of that falls on the quarterback. Some of that falls on the coaching staff as well. Okay. But you know what? The quarterback's out there and he says that he's good enough to play. You got to accept the responsibility of the poor play when it does happen. And it seems like when he's given the opportunity to man up and and say that you played like shit the day of, not the day after, when you had plenty of time to rehearse your answers and what you're going to say, the day of, he chose to run away. Now, who knows how the rest of the season goes? Who knows what goes on in regards to coaching staff and what have you, okay? But this is... This is a big problem here for the Browns. I, where they go, I don't know. But uh, playoffs, in my opinion, are completely out of the question. I, I don't care how bad the AFC North is. I don't care how messed up the AFC playoff picture is. But the, the Browns are not a good enough team. They simply aren't. And with that, just a quick reminder. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Tell your friends and family if you don't. It's stealing. This podcast, again, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud. This is Believeone.com and RealBrownsFans.com. Thank you.